Hello and welcome to the Your Favourite Teacher podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the strange case of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde. For additional support materials visit www.yourfavouriteteacher.com The strange case of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde is a classic example of gothic fiction. It was written in 1885, so the literary period would be Victorian, although it also straddles the modern age. This is significant when you begin looking at the influences for the character, setting and plot. Right, let's have a look at the background of the author and the world from which this story has come from. In a writer's life, there may be some things that have actually influenced their fiction. Dr Jekyll may have been based on somebody Stevenson knew, but you need to realise that he's a character in his own right and a vital cog in the narrative wheel. A literary construct and not a real person. Stevenson was born in 1859 in Scotland, and although Jekyll and Hyde is set on the streets of London, a number of the descriptions reflect Edinburgh when he was growing up. In particular, the divide between the old and new parts of town. The Victorian era is one that's very strict, and because of that, the themes of identity and secrecy are very strong in the novella. On the surface, the era is one of rules, and yet as you dig deeper, you can see the darker side of society. And he reflects that through the way he portrays the darker side of the human mind and psyche, namely in the characters of Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde. Now, Stevenson was very ill as a child and was tended to by a fundamental Christian nurse, which may explain some of the religious tones in his work. He had a strong sense of good and evil instilled and was constantly reminded of the consequence of sin. The idea of actions and their consequences is certainly prevalent. He used to have nightmares and they plagued him for his whole life. And supposedly this story was written as a result of one of his nightmares. Stevenson saw humans as dualistic creatures, meaning that there are two sides of us, split personalities which are in equal measure both good and evil. He was fascinated with some rather gruesome criminals of the time period, and they may have inspired him. William Deacon Brodie was one of them. He appeared to be an upright citizen by day, but was a criminal by night. Stevenson started writing a script based on his life. We can see him in the character of Jekyll someone who is an upstanding citizen in a respectable profession, a doctor, but he has a dark side that comes out at night, Hyde. He was also inspired by Burke and Hare, two criminals, again, respectable by day, but who used to murder people and steal their dead bodies to sell to medical colleges for dissection. The devils of science at work, or scientific heresy as Enfield may have called it, there are a number of other ideas that go into the creation of Hyde, and one of those is the idea of a taboo. In Victorian times, there were lots of things that were considered socially unacceptable. A taboo is something you were forbidden from doing because society, law or religion dictates it. Taboos in this era may have included getting drunk, doing drugs, homosexuality, casual sex, criticising religion or the monarchy. These things were so socially unacceptable that people were forced to either suppress them or else live part of their lives in secret. Now, as we quickly review the plot, I want you to consider how some of these factors previously discussed might play a part in the story. Chapter 1. The Story of the Door Mr Utterson and his friend Mr Enfield are out for their weekly Sunday walk when they come across a strange door on a side street. Mr Enfield tells a story of seeing a strange man trample a very small girl. A crowd gather and make him pay compensation. 
This story worries Mr Utterson as the compensation was paid for by his friend Dr Jekyll. Chapter 2. The Search for Mr Hyde Mr Utterson continues to be concerned about the story told to him by Mr Enfield. He takes out the will entrusted to him by his close friend Dr Jekyll, which leaves all of Dr Jekyll's money to a man named Hyde. He questions an old friend of his in Jekyll's, Lanyon, who says he has not spoken to the man for years. Utterson vows to meet this Mr Hyde and waits by the strange door until he arrives. He is surprised by the sense of evil that seems to come from him. Utterson is worried that Hyde will murder Jekyll in order to benefit from the will. Chapter 3. Dr Jekyll was quite at ease. Now, Mr Utterson waits behind after a dinner held by Jekyll, and he questions him about the will and about Lanyon. It becomes clear that he and Lanyon fell out over scientific differences, and that Jekyll feels there is nothing to worry about with Hyde. He says he can be rid of Hyde at a moment's notice. Chapter 4. The Carew Murder Case Nearly a year later, a man of high society, Sir Danvers Carew, is clubbed to death by Hyde. This is witnessed by a young maid. A letter to Utterson is in Carew's pocket, and when he is contacted, he recognises the walking stick used by Hyde is actually a belonging of Jekyll's. On visiting Hyde's house, it is clear that he has tried to destroy evidence and has made a quick exit. Chapter 5. The Incident of the Letter Utterson visits Jekyll to inquire if he is hiding Hyde following the murder. Jekyll looks very ill and pale, but says that he is not. He says that Hyde is quite safe and that they will never hear from him again as he received a letter saying as much. Utterson later asks his clerk to look at the letter. Guest, the clerk, notices that the handwriting is very similar to Jekyll's. Chapter 6. The Remarkable Incident of Dr Lanyon Hyde appears to have disappeared, and for two months Jekyll is his old, sociable self. Suddenly, this changes and he refuses to see Utterson. Utterson visits Lanyon to find out why Jekyll has changed and finds Lanyon on his deathbed, refusing to mention Jekyll at all. Lanyon dies, leaving a letter to be opened on the death or disappearance of Dr Jekyll. Utterson continues to be refused entrance to Jekyll's. Chapter 7. The Incident at the Window On one of their weekly walks, Enfield and Utterson spot Jekyll through his window. They call up to him and he replies, but suddenly looks terrified and slams the window shut. The two are concerned and leave in silence. Chapter 8. The Last Night Paul, Jekyll's servant, arrives at Utterson's house and insists he come over. A voice which is not Jekyll's is coming from the laboratory. The voice has been calling out for a particular chemical which cannot be found as it is not pure. They decide to break in and confront the person who they believe to be Hyde. Once inside, they find a body twitching inside Jekyll's clothes. The body is much smaller than Jekyll and is holding a test tube. A will is on the table dated today which leaves everything to Utterson. There is also a packet containing Jekyll's confession. Utterson says he will return once he has read it. Chapter 9. Dr Lanyon's Narrative This is the contents of the letter from Lanyon. Lanyon received a letter from Jekyll asking him to collect a drawer containing a chemical and take it to his home, where it will be collected by someone at midnight. Lanyon does this and at midnight is greeted by a small and hideous man. The man says he can either take the potion there or take it away. Lanyon says to take it and is horrified to see that the man turns back into Dr Jekyll. He then becomes terminally ill upon seeing this as it makes him question all of his worldviews. Chapter 10 
Henry Jekyll's full statement of the case. Jekyll details exactly what happened over the course of the events in the novel. His experiment started off as a scientific curiosity where he wanted to see if he could split his personality into his good side and his bad. He became addicted to these two sides and eventually lost control when he turned into Hyde. Unable to obtain the right version of the chemical, he is unable to keep turning back into Dr Jekyll. We do not return to Utterson at the end of the novel. So that's it. All 10 chapters of Jekyll and Hyde. Don't think this means you can get away with not reading it, but hopefully it's helped. Hopefully now you have a clearer understanding of the plot and the background to Stevenson's Jekyll and Hyde. Visit yourfavouriteteacher.com for videos, worksheets and everything you need to exceed in your studies. Thanks for listening!